0: Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of the Adversity Podcast. Today on the show, we have an entrepreneur, the co-owner of Good Weather, a shop that sells the hottest sneakers and streetwear in Toronto, Isaiah Weathers. Welcome to the show. Yeah, thanks for having me, man. Uh, First of all, I I do got to ask, because we're in the store. Never actually done one of these where I've traveled, but it's, it's actually really fun. How did you stumble upon the name Good Weather for your store? Obviously your last name, but just tell me a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, sure. Um, before I was selling shoes, it wasn't under good weather. It was House of Hype 416. And I feel like House of Hype, like it really didn't have any like meaning or meaning to it. And um, it kind of localized myself when I said 416 as well. So opening the store actually even like so before all this, like when I had House of Hype four one six, I was uh, I wasn't selling on Instagram at all. I was just selling on like Kijiji and stuff like that, and like in Discord groups. So when I um, when I made Good Weather, like I wanted that to be the actual brand, and I felt like the Good Weather brand I could actually build upon and be like a national brand at that point. Yeah, so that's how I got got there.
0: To, I, like. how did you like when did you start getting into shoes like how old were you where did it how did it all start
1: um i think i got into shoes pretty young i want to say so my whole life i've been running track and field and playing basketball like really big into sports um i started track and field when i was legit in grade three and then started playing basketball when i was in grade six i remember legit getting my first good pair of shoes uh i guess like stylish shoes i would say was was grade five i got white air forces <laughs> yeah and um i got them in like the springtime or whatever and since then i was hooked onto onto shoes like i would always just just look at them to be honest and i always knew what i wanted like i always wanted jordans and air forces and nikes and stuff like that and then also like reeboks i was really big into alan iverson at the time too
0: okay that's it's interesting. Like, it's 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 really cool to like walk outside and you know see like the different types of shoes. Especially like to in the NBA, a lot of um, a lot of the players like walk when they walk in. They're dressed a certain way. It shows their personality. It shows yeah. the shoes. Like for you right now, like there's so much personality in what you're wearing, <laughs> and it's like that's to me the best part about shoes is like
1: yeah that's true they tell a story at that point
0: yeah yeah so it's like it's it's always so interesting when shoes drop like there's always a story behind every mm-hmm. shoe uh I, I to me that's that's the coolest thing is like the story and how how it was made where the idea came from and that sort of thing
1: mm-hmm, for sure uh
0: i i guess i have right here like what influenced you to begin like, you, choose, you sort of explain that, but, like, do you, how, how did you get into, like, you know, when did you figure out, okay, I want to start, you know, selling, buying?
1: Oh, man, that's a good question. So, I think throughout all of university, so that was eight years now, I started university, I'll say, well, yeah, grad, yeah, never mind. So, yeah, I started university probably, like, in 2012. So longer than eight years what so did, so
0: what did you what did you, where did you go for university and what did um,
1: you study i went to the university of toronto okay and i studied political science and human geography but i actually studied running track and field <laughs> 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 so yeah like i was on the track team there and um at, at the same time i was still really big into shoes uh-huh. i would just buy for myself like buy one pair and and wear and stuff like that um And when I got enough money, I actually would buy more than one. I'll buy like three pairs, sell two, keep one and do the same thing. And if I, if I couldn't sell the two pairs, I'll just go back to like Foot Locker and return it. And, um, yeah, I did that like over and over again for, for years. And then during the pandemic was when I really, really started to like Mm -hmm. be serious into, into buying shoes and, and selling them. Um, I was also really big into, I guess, a lot of different hobbies happened in during the pandemic, to be honest. Um, I was also, I actually got into, like, stocks as well. Okay. So, I was buying shoes and I was buying stocks. And the way I was seeing it was, like, legit the same way. Um, even though shoes and shoes and stocks, like, stocks you can't really hold or see, um, shoes you can. So, this is, like, a tangible item that I could wear if I didn't want, you know? Yeah. wear Where if I didn't want to sell? And also, if I didn't want, I could keep it or whatever so yeah (laughs) um it was all around that same time um i joined like a discord group and i in the discord group i I, there's so many different like channels or whatever Mm -hmm. so you could um find information on like how to actually get these shoes for for retail price and have a have a good marketplace on on selling it to other people that were bigger in the in the game too
0: how like how is it to buy them like i remember when yeezys dropped um like when i bought my first pair my second pair it was like you'd go on adidas and you'd get into this line like virtual line yeah and like it would just pull random people through uh i know like there's like obviously footlocker champs like you can buy shoes from all these sort of outlets but is it Is it easier? Is it harder to get all of these different types of shoes now? Um, Or does it really depend on the type of shoe, too? It truly does depend, yes. And it definitely depends
1: on, like, there's different different strategies on getting these shoes. So, like, you could either go in-store or you could also buy online. Um, During the pandemic, I guess everyone was buying online. And at that time, I had a lot of different, like, bots, too. So it wasn't just me, it wasn't just like was one person blots. clicking. Yeah, <laughs> I had like many different blots, like attacking the same shoe for the many different sizes and stuff. So that's what I was really doing there in the pandemic. But now I kind of um, slow down on the bots and I'm back to like in-store buying. So I go around to different like foot lockers and stores and and buy for retail. And if I don't get it for retail, then I uh, go to my my good network of suppliers
0: so does it, um, so I guess like to your network of suppliers, but like when you like go around to all of these different shoe stores, like a footlocker or champs, like, are you like, do you, do you know a lot of people who work at these stores now?
1: I did before you did before I did. Uh, yeah. Now I don't really have any, uh, in-store <laughs> plugs <laughs> if you're out there, I, I need you. <laughs> yeah. But, um, honestly you do like. I guess a Red Cross street at Livestock, they know me there pretty well because I'm there pretty often now, and um, I legit just tell them like straight up, like, yeah, I own a store across the street and I'm a reseller, blah, blah blah.
0: yeah, I was gonna say, isn't it just right <laughs> right across there?
1: yeah, um, they don't really mind it at that point, you know, I guess there's a lot of different resellers, but yeah, um at the at the same time, too, like I think I took it to like the furthest extent, you know, like I I made it my full-time job, like with the store to to buy and sell shoes
0: and what what is that like? like is it when you first were gonna take this jump into, you know, getting a place downtown Toronto um, and really starting to just like do this as a full-time thing what like what were you thinking? Were you scared? like there's I, I hear a lot of people who start businesses. It's like it's a really big jump. It's a really big uh it is a test to see if you yeah, can really sure. keep it but like what what were you feeling like when you did start it were you were you nervous were you r- obviously excited too? just what were you, what were you feeling then
1: Whew. so at the time so i'll give you a, i guess a little backstory as well so when i did start um getting the story like going through that whole process um i worked insurance before all this okay so um it was a good paying job honestly and uh i just didn't like it i knew it wasn't for me Mm -hmm. the money at that point like the money didn't even matter like it doesn't matter how much my salary was i did not like the job at all yeah and they couldn't pay me to stay at that point you know yeah Um, my heart wasn't in it like there's nothing that they could have like they could have gave me like a big raise and i probably still would have left at that point like um i wanted to do something on my own and for myself and i felt like so i'm 28 now Mm -hmm. and i felt like this is like the perfect time if i want to take a big risk um definitely very nervous even today i'm like i'm still nervous you just gotta you just gotta know how to how
0: to handle it you know (laughs) yeah i was gonna say like i guess the day-to-day stuff day-to-day i feel like would be like pretty easy to really control but like i find like I, I'm not a business owner, but like just in life in general, when you look too far into the future, like there's things that can happen, things that might be scary, and when you just focus on day to day things too, it's it's a lot easier. Yeah. Just mentally. Yeah, that's true.
1: You definitely do need like your long term goals, I find, and also your short term goals. Mm-hmm. And if you hit your short term goals long enough, then your long term goals will come into fruition as well. That's that's why I feel, you know.
0: Yeah. Uh. What. What has it been like to, like, really, like, run it, like, build a brand around your store, like, just bring getting people to come in? How has that all came together?
1: It's really fun, to be honest. Uh, I enjoy it a lot. Um, At my old job, I was working from home, and I wouldn't be able to, like, see people in real life in IRL. (laughs) That's how we used to talk all the time, just abbreviation after abbreviation. So now it's like totally different. Like I get to meet new people all the time, you know? Every single day I see someone new, which is good. And um it's 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 fun. It's it's very, very different than what it was before, but I, I definitely do enjoy it.
0: How growing a brand, like how has that I guess what are the challenges that come along with that?
1: Man, growing a brand is so hard, to be honest. Um, I thought it was going to be a lot easier. I thought as soon as the door the doors opened, it was going to be a madhouse in here. I thought there was going to be, like, people waiting outside and stuff like that, you know? But, like, it's definitely, like, a slow grind for real. Um, even just being on different, like, news outlets and Instagram pages and stuff like that. I, I, you just always have to put yourself out there every single day. Honestly, I think every day you got to put yourself in the the best opportunity to strive. So, like sitting here with you today, honestly, uh, and just meeting new people, I feel like is is, is yeah, what I should be doing. You know, <laughs> yeah. Is
0: does that stuff like for me? Like I'm always, I'm a big like I get nervous. Like I'm not a, like I'm more of an introvert. Like I. I'd rather stay like on my own and do things more on my own than you know get a whole big group of people. but like for you, like I remember coming here the first time and you're very welcoming, very very open, very honest about the shoes and just how friendly you were too. Is that are you more of like a like I guess a having a personality of like always wanting to talk to people, always wanting to go out and figure things out. Is that part of you or is that too part of the business?
1: I think that's me growing, actually, because me, myself, I'm really introverted as well. Mm-hmm. I'd rather like I, I during the pandemic, I think that made me very, very introverted. So I want to break up my shell again, you know, yeah. and, and do something totally different, because at the same time, I feel like we could always be comfortable in our in our safe space. But in your in your comfort zone, you don't grow. And if you don't talk to people again, you don't grow. So I think the more people that I actually interact with and network, even in my store, even like if you come in and I don't talk to you or just I just welcome you and that's it, you know, you, you're the chances of you buying something is very very low. Mm-hmm. So um, even just getting you to buy, I gotta I gotta get to know you, you know? Yeah. So yeah.
0: And w- I was gonna ask, like, you know, you sell sell shoes, you sell um clothing what what type of I, I know shoes like I'm looking right now like a lot of Nike I think there is Adidas Jordans for clothing like what is the clothing side of it
1: um right now I need to get a lot more streetwear clothes uh, I have a lot of vintage though um mm. yeah. even before the shoes I was really big into vintage clothing too Um, My favorite type of vintage is Chicago Bulls vintage. Okay, yeah. Like with um, Michael Jordan in that era, I'll Mm -hmm. say. Michael Jordan, Scottie Pippen, all those guys. Um, But really got me into, Michael Jordan was actually Derrick Rose. Um, Me and my brother used to play NBA 2K a lot. And Derrick Rose would, it was Derrick, it was Chicago Bulls versus L.A. Lakers. And he would have like Kobe Bryant and all those guys. And I would have Derrick Rose and the Chicago Bulls and... Derrick Rose would always hold me down and and make me win those games, you know. So that's how I fell in love with with the Bulls. So that,
0: for that at that time, Derrick Rose wasn't that when he was.
1: I, I'm not. That's very... when he was very very good. Like he was the youngest MVP.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> <laughs> youngest MVP. He got injured in the playoffs. Actually, they were up by like he should have been out in the fourth quarter. Like they didn't need him to play. And he, I think, I believe he uh, tore his Achilles or he injured his ACL or something like that in his knee. And um, ever since then, he hasn't really been the same, like the the Mm -hmm. same explosive Derrick Rose that we we used to see before when he was the youngest MVP for the NBA at 22 years old. (laughs) It's probably younger than that, but yeah. Let's say 22 right now, but yeah. um,
0: Yeah. Is basketball, like, Would you say basketball is your favorite sport then?
1: It's hard, yeah. It's either basketball or or track and field and running, to be honest. But um, I'll probably say basketball.
0: So would would you, like, are you a big, like, do you watch, would you watch track and field too? Yeah.
1: Yeah? Just because, like, I have a lot of friends that also run too and stuff like that. So, yeah, I
0: would. So basketball, um, I find that sport so interesting. I find it, like, since I'm, well-inversed in hockey like it's so it's so different um just the sport in general the people mm-hmm. in the sport too like i feel like hockey is a little bit more sheltered and everything like it's very like i i don't want to say whispery if that makes sense like it's more of a quiet sport like if you want to find out something you're not going to find it out maybe it's just because i'm around like like just toronto and like toronto is the biggest hockey market in the world oh wow! so like they it's it's as a journalist it's harder to get information sometimes but like basketball is so open yeah is it like what made you fall in love with basketball like it was it like seeing like michael jordan and all that and the bulls
1: um no so even when i started playing basketball like i didn't even watch it on tv to be honest like it just my friends, like for real. Like my friends in uh during recess they would play basketball, so I had to play basketball too. <laughs> so that's how I like truly fell in love was was just playing it, honestly. Um and then I started actually watching like the the NBA and stuff like that. But before that, no, I wouldn't watch sports. Like I think before I just watched like wrestling and all that. But yeah, not I wouldn't watch basketball, no. <laughs> so that's <laughs> I started playing.
0: So are the Raptors? The Raptors, your favorite team, would you say? or
1: um, Yeah, the Raptors yeah. for sure. Raptors and the
0: Bulls. What What was it like for you to see them win a few years Crazy ago? Crazy
1: experience, honestly. I um, All those nights, like when they actually did win the championship, I worked my insurance job at the time. <laughs> oh, man, I was at home for a bit. And then my friend picked me up. We drove downtown. We got back home at 6 a.m. I had to leave for work at 7 in the morning. I did not sleep a bit went into work i was dead tired
0: (laughs) that was like like i talked to like i told you i had a guy who does photography he works for mlsc so he was i guess he was down there when they won and he was saying how insane it was i wish I, i was going to go down but i i don't know why i didn't go down but yeah that
1: yeah it was fun for real yeah my friends were like they had like ttc buses like on the streets or whatever and people were climbing the buses and stuff like that, climbing everything.
0: Yeah. That's insane. But I mean it what? was like
1: it was like it was like the Raptors Parade before the Raptors Parade. And then after when the Raptors Parade actually did happen. So my office is um really close to Scotia Bank Theater. Okay. And um they let us go see the parade, and we're outside for like we were close to the front of the parade, and we're outside for like five, six. We missed the whole like work day at it's that good, point. Good day. Yeah. <laughs>
0: that yeah that i remember too i was i don't know where i was but i remember sitting there for hours no it was a hot day it was a hot day uh people were upset that it was taking so long Mm -hmm. um there was no data i don't know if you remember that yeah just so
1: much people at that point yeah yeah so they did not plan it correctly at all
0: no i mean it, it it is kind of hard to plan when you've never
1: won a championship before yeah Yeah.
0: like i'm interested to see if the leafs ever win like what that'll be like
1: all of canada would be would be down
0: that's that's what i've like i've talked to people and i'm like what do you think would be bigger than the leafs or the raptors parade and like the nhl has a number of teams everywhere else and like the raptors are canada's team yeah that's true but people still think the leafs would be a bigger parade i i i don't know I'm, I'm pretty split i don't mm-hmm. I, like seeing the raptors parade seeing how many people were there like it was like five or six people deep like just standing on the street yeah like, let alone <laughs> nathan phillips square where it was like mm-hmm. people were waiting like two or three days beforehand. yeah before yeah i remember just, that people were camping out legit tents. yeah that that is just i it's mind-boggling like it's it. it's cool like i would never do that though that's
1: it's a bit yeah a bit
0: much at that point i got things to do but <laughs> but yeah but like it at the end of the day too it is cool like if you mm-hmm. get a front row seat to that like you're not forgetting that for the rest of your life
1: yeah that's true that's a once in a lifetime memory
0: um but back to shoes like i want i, I was gonna ask more about like the business side like did, i'm guess you you had an insurance job but did you have any background in business prior to like really opening this up no and how how did that like how hard how difficult was it to like figure out all the business side and Uh, really start getting it going
1: so i went to um the university of youtube (laughs) and i did a lot of research (laughs) on the university of youtube actually no on youtube you can learn anything so that's where I can't say that's where I learned all my business from was YouTube, but no, I think you just got to go through it at the same time. Um, at the end of the day, it's like you got to buy and you got to sell. So you just got to make sure you got enough inventory so it actually does sell and you got what to know what to buy at that point too. So, um, But even on the back end too, like even just overhead in general. So you got to pay for, like, you got to make sure you have enough for rent, insurance, hydro, um, what else internet and security i'll say i think those are like the five main things you gotta worry for every single month like your overhead there and then just make sure you have enough cash flow to actually buy and sell Mm -hmm. some people do walk in you always have something
0: that they would like honestly yeah does it i I feel like this might be a bad question but does it ever get uh, this would happen to me this would personally in my opinion like i would be like does it ever get scary knowing like you have all of these shoes in here and like it's so much money.
1: Yeah. Yeah. That, yeah, it, it is, honestly. <laughs> so um, I had a lot of money in stocks. I cashed out all my stocks and I put it all into shoes. So these are my, my actual stocks now, too. So, yeah, it is scary at the end of the day. So um, and it's scary when things sit, you know, like there's no reason that I have this shoe here. This 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 Drake Nocta Air Force. It should it should have been sold months ago, honestly. But yeah. Mm-hmm. But there's also a lot of different, like, avenues and ways to sell shoes. Like, I sell my shoes in-store, online, and also, like, on eBay and, and stuff like that, too. Different stuff like that. So, like, let's say one month I was actually, like, worrying about rent. I would just go to StockX at that point and liquidate some of my inventory so I could have some more cash for my overhead.
0: Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask, like, the the ways you sell them like i know obviously online and um in store and i guess ebay too like does it it's not obviously i f- i'm struggling how to really get this question out like maybe maybe just going off like what do he finds the best way like what's i guess i'd say maybe for you do you find like selling in stores the best and funnest way? Um.
1: Yes and no. Yes, because like you get to like really interact with your customers that way. Um, online, that pe- you get actually a better discount than yeah. in store. Um, you could do like, you could do ten percent off. I have ten percent off coupons always online. Mm-hmm. So if you do that, you could do get ten percent off, and then you could also do in store pickup. So that's one tip I'll say. <laughs> <laughs> Plug all you want, <laughs> <laughs> and then eBay was also pretty good. I met with the eBay sneakers team, okay, and they gave me a really good like eBay discount, um, and like whole like eBay store and stuff like that. So selling on eBay is also really really good for me too. Mm-hmm. And eBay, like I guess for my website, I have let's say like two hundred to three hundred visitors per day, whereas eBay probably has like two million at that point visitors per day. Whoa. So I guess just more eyeballs are on your on your products, too, and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, just finding different like avenues and streams to to sell these shoes right now. I think my biggest problem is actually getting inventory in um, for certain sizes. It's easy. And then certain things, it's actually hard. Like right now, easy slides are are a need for the summer. And I probably have like eight pairs in right now. Um, all the good ones are hard to find, honestly, like no one wants to sell. Or if they do want to sell, they want to sell for, like, a really high price. Mm-hmm. So there's no actual room. There's no margin to actually make money if I want to sell for 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 a decent price, honestly. But I think even my whole thing is is I want to keep my prices, uh, re- like, reasonable. I want you to come to my store and actually not feel like you were, like, hit over the head with these prices, you know? <laughs> yeah. that's That's the worst at that point, you know? When you feel like you're kind of bamboozled into buying a pair of shoes rather than, like, I got this shoe for a good price and I'm going to actually wear it, you know?
0: Yeah. That's like the biggest thing, especially like the way things are going these days. Like you want a shoe that's, or for some people they want a shoe That's like really nice. Like I'm, I'm the type of person who like, I would rather spend more money on shoes than the rest of my clothing. That's yeah. just to me. It's, I I've just been a big shoe person. Um, but like it's, It's really good that you're having. Oh my god! Um, (laughs) uh, Like, it's it's really cool that a store like this is like having shoes for like a like a price that's not too hefty. Like, I've gone into some shoe stores, and it's just like you want five hundred dollars for these. Yeah,
1: it's crazy. And
0: I'm like, and you go onto like some websites too, in like StockX or. I feel like there's another one. Flight is Flight Club still around? Yeah,
1: Flight Club, go there's a lot of different I guess
0: websites. And like you see like they're marginally cheaper on the websites. Yeah. But the websites to me, like I feel like on the websites, like I've seen like for StockX, like there have been cases where it's fake fake and all that. Yeah, that's true. So that's that's a scary part. And this is like the nice thing is like when you come into a store like this and you're greeted by someone like you. And it's, like...
1: It's a whole different experience at that point. Yeah, It is,
0: too. And it's, like, there's a sense of trust that automatically Mm -hmm. starts. Like, and that's, I guess, like, the biggest thing for you is, like, getting the... When those people come in, making them feel welcome, making them feel, like, I guess, like... Like they're a part of good weather at that point. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Um, I I did want to ask, though, the shoes... Um, in particular, like I remember when like I was buying more of the shoes, like I say buying more, I only bought two pairs of Yeezys ever. Um, like I, I don't know whether it was on YouTube that I learned this, but when you buy shoes, is it true that once you untie the laces, like the value goes down, (laughs)
1: like no. No? No. That's uh an urban myth. Eh? <laughs> no, it, it's no, it's not that's not true.
0: <laughs> I remember I bought my first pair of or my second pair of Yeezys. I bought the Yeezy, I think the breads. Oh, okay. Like the, that's a really like, nice pair. The yeah. black ones with the supply the three fifty. Right yeah. And already having beluga's, I was like I was thinking about selling them because I remember like they would go for like fifteen hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, trying to figure out, do I sell them or do I wear them? And, like, I remember sitting there in my bedroom with the box <laughs> and the shoes. And I'm, like, if I t- untie this shoe, there goes 500
1: bucks. No. <laughs> <laughs> you just got to know how to factory lace.
0: That's that's the you thing. You got
1: to go on YouTube, the U- University of YouTube, man. It's a, it's a good school. So, yeah, I, on YouTube, I learned how to, like, factory lace, like, all my shoes. Because some people still try them on, I still call it brand new, you know, brand new yeah. and worn at that point. So, you just got to know how to make it look new, you know. <laughs> yeah. But even if it's untied, I don't think people really care and stuff like that.
0: No, that's when I when I like got in the shoes. I was like, why do people like? What does it matter if the laces is not tied that specific yeah. way? But I guess like too, like you're, it shows that you might have worn them. Yeah. But even.
1: Uh, but even again, like. I guess for a shoe that is $1,500, you, you wouldn't really want to tamper with it. Yeah. Um, For some of my shoes, like some of the higher price shoes, yeah. No try on. You just got to buy it. And after you buy it, you could, you could do whatever you want with, it. but yeah. <laughs> do you have like, I have, I guess the most expensive pair I have right now is, um, I think I have it at like 1100 or or $1,000. It's uh, Supreme Dunks.
0: Okay. Um. Are those, which ones are, are those the ones that are black with the stars? Yeah. Yeah. So are those like, like, like a, like um, partnered with Supreme or is that just what they're called?
1: Yeah. Partnered with Supreme Okay. Yeah. or collaboration with Supreme yeah. or whatever. Yeah. That's cool. I Supreme always has like anything with the name Supreme on it would go friend like crazy cool. amounts. Like yeah. Supreme even released a brick and that was reselling. That's <laughs> yeah.
0: I <laughs> went like, I remember when I was like n- not really deep into sneakers, but like when I was just like into it a little bit, like I remember looking at things and I'm like, this is so much money. Like people when they're when you're a hype beast, you're like,
1: the price doesn't matter. Yeah, no, it doesn't.
0: <laughs> like, I was gonna ask you this at the end of the podcast. Like, would you ever get the Nike Air Mags?
1: Yes, because you... I actually do like Back to the Future. Like that is actually a really really good movie. So I would get them if I if I could afford it. Yeah, I would buy it.
0: There, would you like? There's a YouTuber I watch that's based in the UK and he has them but he has them just like framed like in a box like with like a clear like box over it so you can it's just for show would you like would Um, you keep it like that or would you try and like sell resell them
1: i i am not sure honestly i don't i definitely wouldn't wear it it's too much to be on my feet at that point but um would you try it on once Probably not, no. No? No. Just to see. (laughs) No, I actually would put it in a case or I'll give it to like a museum or something or make my store a museum. If someone wants to buy it, then yeah. (laughs) Um, But no, no, actually, if I have it, I think I would price it to sell for someone to actually wear it. Because some of these stores, like you go inside and it honestly feels like a a museum. And the prices are museum prices too because no one could actually, uh, the general consumer can't afford those, you know. But even so, that's like a grail shoe. So mm-hmm. the general consumer is not looking for that one, you know? Like and they're looking for a probably a panda dunk, not a <laughs> yeah. Nike Air Mag. How
0: do you know how many shoe like how many of those were made?
1: I'm not sure, actually. But I think there was like two releases. I think the first release was more limited than the second one. But the in the first release it wasn't um auto lacing. In the second release, oh. it laces itself like in the movie, mm-hmm. which is pretty cool.
0: Now you do have three shoes here, I asked you to Pick your th- favorite three shoes out. What What are your three favorite shoes that you have at the store right now? Um.
1: So this one is the Jordan Three White Cement. This re released recently. Um, Michael Jordan actually wore this in like the uh, the dunk off and stuff like that. So this one is one of my favorites right now. Is that um, number
0: one or number three? Oh, uh, no or particular no order. No particular order. Yeah,
1: Drake is my favorite artist of all time. This is... Air Force is my favorite shoe of all time. <laughs> you mash those two together and you get this. The Love You Forever Air Force One from uh, Nocta and Drake. Um, really just clean, classic, all-white. I'll wear this. I have, like, six all-white Air Forces. This might be number seven. I, I'm not sure yet.
0: I, I find, like, Air Forces are really, like... Especially all-white. I don't know. I, I love all-white shoes. Same. It just... It feels nice wearing them, especially like with, like, when I had those Yeezys, like the breads. I could never wear them with shorts. It just looked weird having <laughs> black shoes on. I don't know why, but white shoes. Yeah. My mom, like my parents always said, don't buy white shoes. you gonna, yeah, gonna get dirty. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just like, I, I always wanted them, and then when I got them the first time, I was just like, these are
1: amazing. Am- yeah. yeah. So and it's crazy that shoes make you feel that way, you know? You put on a pair of shoes, like you were saying. Like, the black shoes in the summer with shorts didn't feel good. But the white shoes, you know, felt amazing. And it's crazy that, like, a shoe could have so much, like, emotion to it, too. And yeah. stuff like that.
0: Like, I was going to say, too, like, the black ones in the winter, though. Yeah. In all black. Like, it just looked amazing. It's a whole
1: different, like, outfit and look, you know? Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So, every, every like, shoe has its season.
0: Yes, except to me the breads. No, not the breads. Sorry, the belugas. I I wore those anywhere and everywhere. <laughs> like I bought them, three hundred bucks retail. They last and they lasted a very long time. Like, wow. and they're like I was surprised. Like I always thought, like the more money you pay for shoes, like you know they might not last. Like and that's also what my parents said. Like shoes don't last. These shoes lasted me like. Four or five years. Oh
1: wow. That's actually a very long time, I it's, can't lie.
0: <laughs> and I would wear them in the snow. I would wear them in the rain. But they've they've hit their final
1: The Yeezy Boost was pretty comfortable though too. Everything about it was comfortable. But like in the snow and rain, I could never wear Yeezys in the snow or rain. <laughs> like that is not my cup of tea for sure.
0: No. Uh what are those ones?
1: Um, so this is a woman's Nike Dunk. Um I believe it's called the Easter dunk just like the pastel colors I just I really like them to be honest um like the pink and the purple with like I don't even know what to call this like blue (laughs) sky like lavender I don't even know what it's called like color but yeah I just really like the pastels on this one
0: so would you if you were to you know like are all the shoes out there are they more of what you like like would you sell like stuff that you like or would you sell more of like just whatever you can find
1: um a bit of both honestly, so what I like I think if I like something, I know someone else would like it mm-hmm. in a way um but no, I think at that point it's kind of like really subjective too, but like you kind of gotta know the trends yeah uh, like right now what's really popular is like Jordan four um easy easy slides for the mm-hmm. summer and um new balance is actually on uh on the okay. come up right now for sure. But yeah, you gotta and Nike Dunks too. Nike Dunks have been on like the number one, like panda dunks are like the number one best selling shoe for every sneaker store, I believe, you know? <laughs> at any price too. At any price. So you could see it being sold for like like five hundred to three fifty. Three fifty I had I was selling it at three fifty for the longest time. And then um I recently reduced my price to mm-hmm. two to two eighty a good price for and it pandas. and it sells a lot at 280 too. At any price it sells to be honest so yeah i guess even to give myself like a competitive edge what's lower my price and now i'm um, i believe i have like one of the lowest prices in all of canada at 280 for a panda dunk
0: that's really good and how much are they are they like 120 retail or is that
1: 156 US? after tax it's, it's not bad yeah like, it's still very very that's an affordable shoe at 156 yeah that's a affordable shoe even at 280 it's it's still like like double but at the same time at least you know you're not really at that point i I know for sure i have probably the cheapest i know for sure i have the cheapest in toronto and then probably the cheapest within canada as well
0: yeah like i think i've been in like i think there's a couple of shoe stores on queen street Uh, i i don't know their names i'm not going to name them even if i did because i feel like like the 400 like I, i think I've seen them for $400. Yeah. And I'm like, whoa. Like,
1: there's a lot of like factory flaws on the Pan Pandas too, actually. So, like, like, sometimes the stitching is not right and stuff like that, just little minor things. But, like, I guess because they mass produced it so much, mm-hmm. not every single pair is, is correct. <laughs> yeah. You, um,
0: I was going to say, would you say they're like when the Yeezys were really big? I don't know if they're still really big, but like, would, these be like the Ultra Boost of yeah, 10 for years sure. ago? Yeah.
1: yeah. Ultra Boost like NMD Wave and all that, yeah.
0: <laughs> those were great shoes. Yeah, they were. I I was going to say like even these like I don't even know what these are. Do yeah, you know those are these nice. Are?
1: Um I don't actually
0: Okay. Um, I got them at retail. Um I I I don't know. I've never really been a f- like I I am a f- I I actually was never a fan of Nike. Um, You're
1: more into the. the I was
0: into. I that. was into. Like I grew up playing soccer, Oh, okay. so Adidas was.
1: Yeah, like the Gazelles and those kind of styles. And yeah, sweats, like so, the under uh, soccer shoe or whatever. Or yeah,
0: like, just any of that. So like, like I never watched basketball growing up. I never really knew Nike. Like hockey. I think there was one point where they had like Nike, like um, like jerseys. Oh, okay. But yeah, like I was never into that. Mo- more recently, though, like I've just noticed, like Nike's, I think more superior over Adidas. Yeah. I was gonna ask you, like, what? There, you got Nike. You got Jordan. Is Jordan, Are they like kind of similar in together? and
1: different? Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'll say so. So, like, if you were, if you were to rank them, let's do this. If you were to rank Nike, Adidas, Jordan, Reebok. I'll say New 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 Balance. Balance, Sorry, how? Like, if you were to rank those, I can't. I don't even know four or five. Like, how would you say Nike first? Um. Like personally, like in your opinion? Oh, me personally. Okay, that's that's a lot easier. (laughs) Um,
1: I'll probably yeah, I would say Nike first, and then and then Jordan, and then New Balance, and then probably. Oh man, what's and then and then yeah, Adidas. Adidas last. <laughs> Adidas last in my top four. That. Um like surprisingly, New Balance is they're they've been comfortable and good for so much for years. Mm-hmm. But I think a lot of people are getting into them now with like a lot of the the new um silhouettes. Mm-hmm. Like there's one I have two pairs of like the New Balance 990. That's like the traditional Dad shoe, I wanna <laughs> say. <laughs> And then there's also like the New Balance like 550 and then the 2002R. Mhm. Those those are like the new styles that like are really carrying New Balance right now. And then there's, there's also like a lot of good collabs with New Balance too.
0: Are you are you a big fan of the Dunks? Like do you have Me personally, I'd actually
1: don't own one pair no? of for myself in my collection, no.
0: Why not? I just
1: haven't I was, you... I was going to buy a pair for myself but never really got around to it. Um if I have if I'm going to wear a low top sneaker, I think it's going to be Air Force instead of a Dunk.
0: They look very similar.
1: Yeah. They're similar but different. Like I think I no, I probably did own um a Dunk in middle school, I want to say. <laughs> but yeah, ever in my adulthood, no. Do you, do you like the lower Dunk or the higher one? Uh the low Dunk for sure. The low? It it looks a lot cleaner than the high Dunk.
0: I find that maybe it might be just cuz the sizing's wrong. But for me like the the lower dunks are comfier than air force ones i find the air force ones are really heavy yeah that's true and maybe
1: i you gotta go down like half a size or maybe even a full mm -hmm. size for the air force and i think
0: because i've been adidas for so long yeah adidas has a very light
1: light, comfortable shoe Yeah. yeah like
0: i have ultra boosts that i've had i think since i went to ireland in like 2016 oh wow and like they're the night like my f- they're they're my favorite shoe because they're comfy, but that's really it. They're just comfy. It's a, it's yeah. a comfy shoe, <laughs> uh, and like Nike, like these ones, like the low Dunks, I find are the comfiest at least that I've
1: mm-hmm. worn. For me, in Air Forces, like I, I just I don't even have a love hate relationship. I just have a love relationship with Air Forces, mm-hmm. you know. And I went from buying like my true true to size, a size eleven. So the first summer I got them, I got a size 11 and they were way too big. They were like flopping off my feet. They were big and heavy at that point. So then a few weeks later, I got got the 10.5, 10.5 fit nicely. And um, I didn't really have to lace it or whatever. And it just like fit. And then I was like, let me, you know what? Let me get a 10. And the 10 with like, I wouldn't lace it at all. Like it was, it was really like, really loose I wanna say. And it just fit like it was just so tight and snug mm-hmm. that I, I I always went with the ten after that and sometimes the ten point five but yeah definitely not size eleven if you go true to size it just looks way too big and it just it's it's a big shoe at the end of the day yeah yeah
0: do you, what are your I guess what would be your top three um shoes that you'd want like if you were to like shoes that you don't have like if you were to sit here and Uh, this might be a difficult question for my
1: personal collection or
0: yeah like what what would be your top three shoes that you would want to get next
1: um so i sold a lot of the jordan one lost and founds that was like it was a reimagined collab or whatever it came out like last year i -hmm. want to say that's that's on my list to get for myself for personal um hmm I think that's the only shoe I actually really really only... want. Honestly,
0: <laughs> are you are you a big fan of Off White? Like yeah. Nike and Off White.
1: Yeah. Oh, sorry. I could. I guess I. And then Off Off White Air Force is in all black. And then the Off White Air. I'll just say Off White Air Force Presto, but the Off White Presto in black as well. Okay. Um, one of my friends, his name is Chris. He has he has like seventy seven pairs of shoes in his collection. He's a, wow. like a true collector. Me and him would like go line up together. I'm buying to sell. And he's buying to just put in his collection, so yeah, like it's just different at that point. So yeah, he has the lost and founds. He also has the the Off White Air Forces. He has the Off White Prestos. Every all the three shoes I mentioned, yeah, <laughs> and a, like a bunch more.
0: That's that's insane. That's really cool. Like to have a shoe collection that big.
1: Yeah. 77 pairs He knows exactly how much pairs he has too probably has more at this point that was like a few weeks ago when he had 77 (laughs) what what do
0: you do with like how do you like what do you do with that many pairs like you just you just gotta it's like one for almost like you could it's like
1: one for every for two three months at that point yeah
0: yeah and it's like you could switch shoes like i'm trying to figure out how to word this to make sense like Seventy seven. Uh, it would be like four days a year where you can wear the same shoe. Oh and it wow! Would rotate. I wow. Think. Does that make sense? It's, yeah, can you I, did the math on it, man. So uh, I guess it does. <laughs> I I don't know, but yeah, like the shoe. It's those are like again seventy seven. That's a lot. I could never imagine. Do they have off white Nike those or no?
1: Yeah, they do. It's called, um, they have a lot, actually. So the first one, it was like a university pack, I want to say. So mm-hmm. they had like uh, Michigan State, UNLV, and stuff oh, like that. And they cool. just had some, they had like a secondary lace on it, too, that was pretty funky. And then they had like, um, I, I can't remember what they actually called it, but I'm going to call it the 50 pack. Mm-hmm. So they had legit 50 pairs of Nike Dunks. And all of them were slightly different, but all of them, like, were very, very similar at the same time. Um, number 50 was a black pair, and number one was also a white pair. And um, all the rest were also white, I want to say. But the white pair, number one, was just a little bit different than the the other ones, too.
0: That's that's really cool, like, to change them like that. Yeah. And They probably go for more money than the rest of them. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm, I'm a big, like, I... I I like Off-White. I don't know why. I find it's very just fascinating the way it's like marketed.
1: Yeah, it's a very cool brand, honestly. I have um a jacket, a varsity jacket from Off-White. If I didn't bu- I could have bought like five or six other varsity jackets like for the same price mm-hmm. as that one Off-White jacket. So, oh man, that's probably one of my biggest purchases ever. I don't think I'll buy. It. Actually no, I can't say I'll, I don't think I'll buy. It anything that expensive again but like at that time i was feeling good i guess um i went down to to vancouver for sneaker con so and um i think that day i sold like 10 to like 15k worth of sneakers you know wow (laughs) yeah it was a decent trip (laughs) that actually gave me the confidence to even open the store like like sneaker con yeah that like that proved that i could do this you know yeah so that was in march um SneakerCon vancouver and then from march i opened the store august
0: wow that's a quick that's a quick turnaround yeah. but that it's i guess like too once you like really have a plan in mind you really just want to start doing it yeah like i found with this podcast like i'm a person who hates surprises like keeping things secret especially like a podcast so like i would I had, I think, three pre recorded before I announced that I was doing a podcast. Oh, nice. And I did not like that. Like, I just wanted to do it all at mm-hmm. once and, like, just start it. So, like, doing, like, going from March to August.
1: It is pretty quick. But, like, in the grand scheme of things, I think I always known that I wanted to open a store. Mm-hmm. And I knew for sure I didn't like my job. So, like, that was my escape plan. Like, opening the store was my escape plan from uh, my
0: nine to five. And what? When you look at this store, like, what what do you hope for it to be, like, down the road? Like, two, three um, years, maybe?
1: I definitely see, like, more locations. I want it to be, like, a a national brand, you know? I want mm-hmm. you to go to, like, I'm not too sure if every major mall or maybe, like, every major city, there's, like, a good weather there. And you could go there and you could get, like, vintage clothing, any sneaker that you want, um, streetwear you could there's a room like this so you could like film a podcast film some content as well and uh just feel feel at home feel feel like you're welcome there you know
0: yeah that's that's such an interesting like business plan i I could never have thought that like that's a really good idea to have like a room like this to like partner with people yeah it's how did you come up with that idea too
1: honestly so I wasn't, I wasn't even... Me. I don't care to be in front of the camera, <laughs> but I feel like I have a story to tell and I want to tell it at the yeah. same time, you know? I think everyone legit has a story to tell. So I think even me sitting here today is going to inspire someone else to tell their story. And, um, yeah, so I just had the space and I think the best use of it was to actually, like, film content with it. And uh, it's kind of, like, divided away from the store. Mm-hmm. So it's not really in the way at that point, you know, Yeah. The, before all this, this was actually an old dental office. So I think this is where they had like all oh, the patients. Yeah, I think
0: <laughs> uh, w- one of the last questions I was going to ask, I, I did want to talk about your podcast because that's the last thing that I think I had um, just talk about that a little bit. What, what are you talking about on podcast and what is it going to be about?
1: oh yeah so the podcast so uh the podcast is called um the sneaker forecast so it goes along with the name good weather in a way um we talk about i guess sneakers um streetwear um raptor fits i guess like clothes outfits worn by athletes in toronto and stuff like that and um a lot of drake and stuff too i think you want to kind of localize it to toronto and um yeah, localize it to Toronto and also talk about sneakers as well
0: is your goal to have Drake on one day
1: <laughs> yes and no I I guess no because I don't
0: yeah yeah it is you gotta be confident
1: yeah go, Drake is definitely gonna pop in one day <laughs> <laughs> that's
0: when he comes in I'm gonna I'm gonna send you this video
1: and <laughs> okay it's, yeah I definitely need that footage and I'll show him for
0: sure <laughs> um but yeah I I think that's all I got thank you I want to thank you for for one letting me come and record this with you
1: yeah no problem man it was it was a pleasure it was my pleasure
0: like it i remember coming in and again like i i I think i think we were in here i i came in here once with my girlfriend and my dog and then i came in again all by myself and i think we stood and talked for like maybe an hour yeah for sure and like (laughs) it's that's it's cool to like to have that like to have that you know um I uh, like you relate in some ways so Mm -hmm. that was like the cool thing and that's what made me want to come back and interview you because it it's it's a fascinating thing to me like shoes and like why not talk to you about how how you got here and like just the journey behind like selling shoes
1: man thank you yeah and even like that conversation that we had it was like you were saying you want to start a podcast I was saying I want to start a podcast and we kind of just like Manifested this podcast today, yeah. yeah so now <laughs> we're back to the podcast.
0: um So before we end off, I plug you can plug wherever you want by um, all means.
1: So my store is called Good Weather. It's at one two three Spadina Avenue, right across the street from Livestock, right above the Pizza Iolo. Follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Shop Good Go to our website at shopgoodweather dot com. Um, and yeah, the podcast is called the Sneaker Forecast.
0: You know what? I, I do want to say the best part of working here—if I worked here—would be the pizza place below.
1: <laughs> Believe it or not, it's not the smell of pizza after a while. Yeah, starts to smell disgusting. <laughs> I smell it every day.
0: I think I remember when I came in here last time. You did get pizza for free. <laughs> do you get pizza for free? My guy's not there no more, so I don't no. know. Anyways, uh, thank you so much to everyone who's watching. Uh, if you want to follow the podcast, it's at The Adversity Pod anywhere on Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, uh, and then The Adversity Podcast, wherever you get your podcast. So thank you so much for listening. Thanks again for coming on, Isaiah. Um, person creates journey, the journey creates person. See you in the next episode.
1: Boom.